Welcome to the Sports and Shit Podcast presented by Anchor. Your hosts each week are Maddie. But it burned. For me and her, it burned. There was a burning. And the multi-talented Smitty. There's worse ways to go than eating grilled cheese every day and having sex every day. If you like sports sprinkled in with a little bit of shit, then this podcast is for you. Now, here are your hosts, Maddie and Smitty. Welcome to the Sports and Shit Podcast, Season 2, Episode 34, and presented by Lops Brewing. You can catch us on Twitter at Sports and Shit Pod. We're also on Instagram, Sports Smitty, and on Facebook. Later on in the show, we have a return guest, Rich Keith from WEEI, will join us to talk Patriots and Red Sox. But first, I am Maddie, and my co-host knows how to spell Moderna, Smitty. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You hear about that woman who spelt it M A D? Yeah, I did. Yeah, on her fake, on her fake thing, on her fake <laughs> vaccine sheet. Yeah, the least you can do is is if you're gonna cheat, the least you can do is is do it correctly. <laughs> I know. I mean, I mean, you can Google the friggin' thing. Yeah, it's not difficult. I'm really unsure. <laughs> I mean, Mad Derna. How about Joe Rogan taking that that animal shit, whatever? It yeah, is, the dewormer. Dewormer. Yeah. Got the COVID, took the animal dewormer. He said he took a bunch of stuff. I mean, you could get vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, you, know. you could follow the science. Yeah. I mean, he's had, he's had uh, you know, Elon Musk on who built rocket chips and, and shit on his podcast. He's had the uh, that guy, I can't think of what his name is. It's going to kill me. Some science dude. I don't know. Uh, yeah. He's had that guy on too. But uh, yeah, you know, do that instead, maybe. Yeah. So he, he got the COVID and took, took the... Uh, Invertin or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. And now he's shitting his brains out probably. But hey, uh, you could get a vaccination and it's free. But uh, hey, he has a top podcasts in America. Uh, I'm not sure how because I'm not sure what value he brings to anything. But he does. He does. So there are plenty of clonies out there. Yeah. Probably doing the same thing. Not sure is. why. Not sure how. <laughs> not sure why at all. But yeah. people apparently listen to him. You know, big fear factor audience. Oh, yeah. Big, <laughs> M- big, big MMA guys. Yeah. Jumping on that bandwagon. Yeah. It's a big nostalgic uh, Fear Factor crowd. Maybe that's part of Fear Factor. They could have used that. They could have done that on Fear Factor. Take the animal yeah. dewormer. Here's some animal yeah. dewormer. We're going to put you in a pit of scorpions and then make you take animal dewormer. Right. See what happens. Or, or we can put you in the, we can put you in the, in the pit or take the animal dewormer. <laughs> yeah, we give you a choice. Yeah. So you can shit yourself or get, or get bitten by scorpions. Yeah. yeah, that would have been a great one. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't watch that show because like the whole, you know, eating bold, bold nuts and drinking cow sperm and stuff. I, I, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm good. No, I mean, you've right. been to the Texas Testicle Festival and we've, <laughs> we've sampled the ball, yeah. bull balls. Yeah, but there's some sauces and stuff. They don't give any sauce in Fear Factor. <laughs> You're right about that. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have some sauce with no ketchup? Yeah. This is why you go on, on natural. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dress right. it up a little bit for me, will you? Yeah. Crying out loud. I can't eat my nuts naked. <laughs> give me some no, stuffing need, or some, yeah, some you know. diced onions. Yeah. Can you make that like, can you make this bowl ball like a stuffed pepper? <laughs> could you, could you just, could you add a little something to it? Uh, Come like on. A, look at those croquettes there. <laughs> yeah. it's stuffed with Trying chicken. to force this fucking shit down. Could you, can yeah. you throw me a goddamn bone? Give me some Chick-fil-A oh, sauce or, you know, know it. stuff it or something. Yeah. I don't know. They didn't do that in Fear Fact. All right, so the news brought to you by Lobs Brewing. It's a brewery and tasting room in downtown Woonsocket, Rhode Island, specializing in small batch ales and lagers. The brewery is open 
open seven days a week, and you can use the coupon code SPORTS to get 10% off your online order. So visit www.lopsbrewing.com and follow at Lops Brewing on social media for new beers and events. Also, uh, the Arts in the Alley is coming back for September. Oh, it is? Yeah, okay. so September 12th, 12 to 4, Arts okay. in the Alley will be back. And, uh, you know, nice fall, fall day, be outside, yeah. Uh, yeah. go down there, sample well, some yeah. of the some of the uh, little trinkets and whatnot that the people bring, listen to the music, have mm-hmm. some beers. They have the fall beers out there now. Mm-hmm. Get your pumpkin spice and, and so forth. So, uh, yeah, head down and check out the Arts in the Alley. We usually uh, talk about Arts in the Alley after it's already happened. So I feel right. like it was good this week to to jump in and, and promote it actually before the event took place. Well, you're so, the program director. Yeah, I mean, that's, so. why, that's why we're, you know, we're good at this. Yeah, that's we're, why we're, you know, second behind Joe Rogan for right. the podcast in right. America. Uh, and that's the season opener for the Pats. So go down and watch the Pats. Yeah, you said plenty of time and, to get uh, back. Yeah. You know, it ends up at four, so plenty of time. Get on home, yeah. watch the Pats. All right. So parents, there was a, a set of parents that must pay $30,441 to their son for getting rid of his porn collection. Wow. So they got rid of the porn collection. Now they owe him. And he sued them for it. 30 plus K. Wow. But that's quite a, that's quite a collection. So it is. And, and we've, we've gone, we've gone over this before, but why do you have $30,000 worth of porn, dude? Buy a new fucking car or something. Porn is free. You can find it it anywhere you want on the internets. Anywhere. (laughs) Yep. Even on OnlyFans again, right? Yeah. Yeah. So why are you, why are you wasting your time and your money and your resources and your and your and your ejaculate on right. spending all this spending all this money on on it just go and yeah. get it for free it's like you dope golden ejaculate yeah yeah it's like that's a lot of money it is you know you're right though the interweb says free porn and only fans pick your favorite girl you know 9.99 a month whatever. right whatever yeah switch it up sure you know, whatever 10 bucks a month switch it up you know, I have a couple on there, but thirty thousand dollars worth. Of, he must have some some real classics. <laughs> yeah, Holmes, probably, some, probably. John Jeremy probably is going some, to jail. Probably know, some, some yeah. Well, yeah, some classics for sure. Right. So some some John Holmes, some Ron Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he was uh, he's going to jail. Yeah, some Peter North probably. Some old classic <laughs> Tracy Lords. <laughs> well, why were you naming all the dudes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You would think the girls would be more identifiable. Yeah. But in this case, I, I named some dudes for some reason. Uh, sorry, everyone. Not that that's a bad thing. No. You know what, you know, you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, it's uh, it's fine. It's just, you know, for your particular yeah, taste, I thought it was right, right, I thought it was a little right. odd is all. That's all. Yeah, to be in the forefront, for, forefront of my head, <laughs> you're correct. That, that, should, that should have been other people. Right. Uh, newlyweds sent $240 bill to each of the guests who were no-shows for their wedding. So they sent invoices. Oh, invoice. I, it sounded, it's the way you read it. It sounded like you said there was a $240 bill. Like that's, <laughs> you, right. I, you don't know. The, the, the I, I, I didn't, I didn't, know, I didn't know they made yeah. those. That's an interesting choice. <laughs> right. You know, well, yeah, 50, so 50, hundreds, two forties, five hundreds, thousands. Yeah. <laughs> Get the 240 in there, you know. <laughs> just in case, What's, just in case you need a quick 480, you know, wait. just, you know, there's a couple, right. there's a couple of them. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, if you need a, if you need a 960, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, uh, who would be on the $240 bill? 
<laughs> Let's discuss. <laughs> <laughs> Who would be on the two hundred forty dollar bill, like uh, Alfred E. Newman, or yeah. uh, you know Norm from Cheers? Yeah, yeah, some, yeah, some, someone who's a little off the wall, maybe uh, uh, Kramer from yeah Seinfeld or someone like that. What president would be worthy of the two hundred forty dollar bill? Oh, like Gerald Ford. Yeah, I was just gonna say Gerald Ford, <laughs> Jimmy Carter, clumsy bastard. Yeah, yeah. Or you could, ha- or you could have guys on it who never made the presidency. You go like Walter Mondale or yes, good Michael Dukakis. <laughs> yeah, two hundred forty dollar bill. Yeah, they, I figure they would be more on like the thirty six dollar bill or something, something a little less. Yeah, but the, something a little obscure. <laughs> right, right, the seven cent obscure. piece. Yeah, seven cents, six pence to richer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so no, no, the newlyweds sent a two hundred forty dollar invoice. Mm-hmm. To guests who are no shows for their wedding, I had you know here's an interesting story. I had a no show for my first wedding. Uh, I had a no show. It was a buddy from college who actually called me like an hour before or something the wedding. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, we can't make it. Blah 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 blah. And I'll send the gift. And I was like, okay, well, that's too bad or whatever. I didn't really call him back because I just I had too much going on. And <laughs> I get a Yankee candle pumpkin <laughs> pumpkin scented candle in the mail. So. I probably should have sent him an invoice for like two hundred and thirty three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Because right. I'll take off the, the candle. Yeah. And then send the rest. candle minus right. the dinner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. equals out candle steak. Yeah. Same difference. Two hundred forty dollars. That's a lot for a. That must have been a. Yeah, pretty pricey, life. right? Two people yeah. probably, right? So right. You know, hundred twenty yeah, plate. People. Right. That's that's for a couple. Yeah, that's right. still that's up there. Yeah. There's inflation now, so it's probably more expensive when, than when we were getting married. Right. And they you know? may have just taken all the guests and the total bill they spent and just divided it. <laughs> probably did. I mean, that's probably it's kind of ballsy, though, at the same time. Like, here's a bill. You said you were going to come. You didn't come. Here's a bill. Are those yeah, people probably. really Are those people your friends? Are those people really your friends? Will they be your friends after they receive the invoice? <laughs> probably not. I'm, I'm saying no. I'm going to say not. No. I'm going to say you you are okay to throw those friends away. Yeah. Because that's, uh, and in COVID, it, it takes a lot of balls. Yeah. Because some people just don't want to do it. Right. It does take a lot of balls. And maybe those people resisted in the in the beginning anyway. And then when they sort of invited them anyway, they said, screw it. I'm not even going to call you. Yeah. It's not going to show up. You know, I don't want to go, you know. Or maybe they were like, I, maybe they were like, you know, the first list of invitees went out and they weren't right. on it. Then there was like a second list, like after some people said no. Then they got invited, and they were like, "Fuck you, dude! Yeah, I'm not coming. Absolutely not. I'm 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 your second tier of friends. Yeah. No way. How about this? Do you send that to collections when you don't get it? Like, do you have to send it to the collection? You do. Agency? You do. You have a random. <laughs> you, you have a random guy from the Middle East calling people up, right. asking them for yeah. money after yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Hi, do. this is this is Gary from. Yeah. <laughs> Nepal. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I would I would like to tell you that you owe a significant amount of money. This is to your yeah, dear friends. Philippines. Here's an interesting one. A lot of times at a baseball game or a sporting event you'll see a marriage proposal. You do. Well, this was this was something altogether different. Uh there was some part the departing words for his girlfriend as a guy Put on the Jumbotron during a baseball game in Ohio, this message, Alyssa, this relationship is over. (laughs) In capital letters, signed Tim. Wow. Yeah. So he broke up with her at the Akron Rubber Ducks baseball game. Rubber Ducky 
wasn't you are the one. Yeah, you're not the yeah. one. Do you think they <laughs> went? The do you think they went to the game together? I would hope so because if if they didn't, do you think they went together? Do you think That's they went to the there? game together and then he wow. broke up with her over the jumbotron and then like drove wow. home himself and like left her there? Like wow. that's that's significant. I mean, it's a dick move. Anyway, it's a really dick move. But it, like breaking up in front of like all of those people too. Yeah. Everybody was oh, probably yeah. like, "Oh shit!" Oh, sh- yeah, there was. You know, there was a huge like ovation, like there was a huge yeah response from the crowd. They're probably like, "Oh." I mean, maybe she art. maybe she did him dirty. Maybe she cheated on him, or you maybe. know, whatever. And he maybe was just like, "Have to be yeah." irritated at the very least at the person to do something like that. I mean, if you just <laughs> fell out of love and they were still a decent person, you wouldn't do that. No. So she obviously irritated at the very least. <laughs> yeah, at the very, very least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at some point you irritate me, something you irritate yeah. me. I'm going to break up. Game. Yeah. Let's go to the ball game. <laughs> I got some things I want to get off my chest that I'm not going to yeah. say to you directly. Yeah, I'm going to like passive aggressively. Yeah. Uh, hey, oh, look, look at the board. Yeah. Yeah. A oh. couple of beers over here. Yeah. Both you know for me. Both me for me. I did that. My, my, my girlfriend or whatever would, would probably go to the bathroom. Right. Be up on the screen and be like, where the fuck is she? Like, <laughs> yeah. For God's sakes. Either that or the game gets rained out before the, before the message right. comes. Right. And you're like, oh, oh shit, Jesus. I got to do it myself. I got to drive home with her and do it myself now. <laughs> well, this is a complete waste of money and time and effort. Right. Well, what we missed at the game tonight, honey, was I did have a message breaking up with you on the Jumbotron. <laughs> so since we can't do that, here it is. Yeah. Traffic. So there was a distracted driver. Police say a man was masturbating when he crashed in Fresno, California. Uh, crashed into two cars. He was distracted on a Monday morning. As then, <laughs> Monday morning. Monday morning. That's the best part. Monday morning is the best part. Monday morning. We've I mean, had a long weekend. Yeah. So sometimes after a long weekend, I'm you know I'm a little you know I'm a little worn out for my weekend. Maybe a little hungover. I mean not anymore. I mean I'm 48. Mm-hmm. But you know if I was. I mean, I don't know if I could. I mean, are you really raring to go Monday morning? Like, I mean, that's a that's a start Jesus. to your week, ladies and gentlemen. That is a start yeah, to your week. Like, just I mean, it, 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 wow. So, the, like, so the part that the part that gets me is like, you can't take care of that before you hop in the car. You know, bang one out in the shower or like yeah. whatever. You wake up, you do it. Why? Why are we wait? Why are we waiting until we're driving? Like, was he was he stuck in traffic and he sees like a hot girl drive by and, he, and then all of a sudden he just unzips and starts pounding the pudding? Like, what are we doing, dude? What are you doing? I don't know. You're right. I mean, in bed is where, I mean, that's the opportunity right there, right? You just woke up. Yeah. You're probably saluting the flag. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're at you're least half masked already when you wake up, right? So, <laughs> right. I mean, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. right you're like uh what was that what was that yodeler price is right going up the hill you're like halfway up the hill before it falls over like you're, you're like, like three quarters of the way up and there it is you know gone yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, said, yeah, maybe he said that when he was yodeling. <laughs> said that when he was climaxing and then slams right into the car in front of him. Yes. It was a police officer comes says, you have any witnesses? Yeah. There was a yodeler somewhere. I don't know if it was this guy or yep. some guy in traffic was yodeling. And Bob Barker. Bob Barker was there too. <laughs> Bob Barker. Yeah. But yeah, un- unbelievable. So this is, you know, bizarre story about Bishop Sycamore High School. Or, or so we think it is. And ESPN 
And they actually sort of defrauded ESPN into televising their game, football game, mm-hmm. and got destroyed. And had played two day, days earlier yep. and got destroyed. Mm-hmm. And there's a, in the roster, this looks like a bunch of, you know what it reminds me of is back when we were in high school, even before that, when Cambridge and Latin had a football team and they had this band, but they were all adults, like in plain clothes, <laughs> playing different instruments. It reminds me of that. Just like a bunch of random adults that wanted to be part of a high school event. So they play football for this, for this quote unquote high school. And um, yeah, so ESPN did no research, evidently. No, they have some kind of uh, event company that's supposed to handle that for them, but they didn't vet the team at all. Like, if they had looked wow. it up, they would have realized it's not a real high school. That people don't go there. Wow. Just unbelievable. I thought for sure that you were going to introduce me this week as, like, the starting quarterback of Bishop Sycamore High School. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> right. You know what? I think more highly of you, I think. No, yeah, well, I appreciate that. that. Yeah, I think so. I think I do. So, yeah, so that was, I can't believe there's a consulting company that does that. So koalas spend up to 22 hours a day sleeping. That's, I mean, that sounds like the life, really. How about this? The rest of their time is spent eating and wandering around aimlessly searching for a mate. (laughs) That sounds like college, (laughs) right? Sleep, eat, wander aimlessly. Wander and look for a mate. Look for a mate, yeah. yeah. So in college, all right, if you were going to, if you had like a, like a pie chart, right? Mm-hmm. Sleeping, whatever, 22 hours. So that's like 80% right. of the time, more than that, yeah, right? That. So then wandering around aimlessly, what, like a couple percent? Yeah. Then you throw eating on there a couple percent. School, yeah. probably a couple percent. Yeah. And then drunk, maybe like 10 or 12%. Right. And yeah. then yeah. sex, maybe. Yeah. yeah. 10, 10%. So it's, it's, it's not far off. No. From a college student, yeah. all the bear. So they do it 22 hours a day, they sleep. Are there any yeah, colleges? Groggy. Are there any colleges with the uh, like the mascot as a koala bear or the nickname the koalas? Uh, I'm surprised there aren't because of uh, all the inappropriate ones. Because they're probably they're probably too like soft and cuddly. They're not intimidating enough. There is there an Australian rules football team that's the koalas? There probably is. Right? Probably is koala bears or a rugby team. The koala. Yeah. Sure Isn't that what the right. Australian rugby team is called? Maybe the koalas. The koala bears. Maybe. Wow. I don't know. Sleeping. I mean, we're, <laughs> yeah. Again, we're, we're throwing stuff out there uh, with no real regard for whether it's true or not. But we are admitting that we don't know the answer. Very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a Florida man who walks to work turns in $20,000 he found to police and was rewarded with a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. If that's happen. not the biggest, if that's not the biggest slap in the face to that guy. Yeah. You're walking to work. Yeah, we'll give you a little upgrade. Right. I guess I, I guess it's better than giving the guy like a like a bus pass or something. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Who finds twenty grand? Like just yeah. Where the it. where the fuck was he that he finds twenty oh, grand on the street? Because I'll move yeah. down there and start hunting around. Right. I did find two hundred dollars once working a Star Market in like a in the parking lot or somewhere. Uh, really? Wallet in a carriage. Yeah, found it and gave it back. I think the woman gave me like 20 bucks. Yeah, I think I don't think yeah. I've ever found anything more than 100. Yeah, I yeah, think I nice. gave it back too. And I got a, yeah. she gave me a little something too, I think. Yeah. You'd think the tw- guy with the 20 grand would have given him, you know, 50 bucks. Well, the I bike was probably worth more. The bike was probably worth more than 50 bucks, but like you find right. 20, like 500 bucks, a thousand bucks. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, someone's missing 20 grand. That's a lot. So here's a, here's a, here's a question. You're on a first date with someone and they tell you the name of their favorite TV show. You immediately leave. What's the show? Caillou. <laughs> Caillou. You hate Caillou. Bye bye. You can't stand Caillou. Bye bye. I might spill yeah. a drink on them and then leave. Right. That's how much Caillou. I hate that kid. Yeah. Yeah. But like a like a real adult show, I don't know. Like I'm 
when I was younger, if you put something on TV, I would watch it. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't particularly care whether it was good or not. Like right. all those, True. all those, all of those sitcoms that were yeah, on. I watched them all from like times. four yeah. o'clock until eight o'clock or whatever. I watched yeah. all of them. I, I didn't care what was on. I mean, I'm not slandering these shows at all, but like right. Three's Company, Good Times, you know, right. all of those, Sanford like Sanford and Son, what's yeah. happening, Facts yeah. of Life. You know, oh yeah, Cagney and Lacey, oh, Hardcastle, Mac- yeah. like I watched, yeah, all of that. Just like it, <laughs> like it didn't matter what was on TV. I would watch it. So like, right. if for you to tell me a show and me to just leave, it, it probably wouldn't happen. I'd just be like, all right, you know, whatever. Yeah, oh, great. Yeah, good for you. Super. Yeah. I, I although I, I don't really. I've never liked Big Bang Theory or any of those. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've watched I, episodes I of that. Overrated. It's, it's yeah. fine. I'm not gonna walk out because you say you're right. you like Big Bang Theory. I don't hate as much a show as much as you hate Caillou. So no, if somebody said that's out. my favorite show, first would be I'd be like, yeah. you know, you're an adult. What that's a cartoon. It? You have mental problems. Right. Second, that kid is the most annoying kid in the history of the world. So yes. if you're not annoyed by that, I'm right. not sure I want to know you. Right. If, he, if that kid's voice and his behavior doesn't bother you in some way, you have serious problems. Right. Serious problems. Mm-hmm. And you should, get the, you should get them looked at. You yeah, should, right. you should see a therapist. You, you, are, you are masturbating in the car on Monday morning, without a doubt. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You're uh, pounding the pudding, whatever you said it was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're doing that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Speaking of which, a 39-year-old driver allegedly cut off his own penis during a police chase and threw it out the window at police in order to save the world. He was saving the world by cutting off his penis in the midst of a police chase in Tennessee. Shocker. And threw it out the window. Threw it? The world. Threw it at police? Yeah. Can you imagine that? How much would you have to be paid as a police officer to chase some guy, get a penis thrown at you, and then yeah. keep running after the guy. To take, to take a penis in the... In yeah, the, to take a penis, open. like, off the, off the cheek. Yeah. Like, he throws yeah. it at you, it just slaps <laughs> off your cheek. You're like, what the fuck is going on? What was that? <laughs> something like from Naked Gun. Yeah, what just happened right there? Your face. Yeah. And where did he... Where did he and, yeah, and you don't know, he cut it off. You're like, where did he, where did he get a penis? Yeah. Where did he get... <laughs> Why is he throwing penises at me? He says to his partner, hey, John, where, where do you get a penis? Where can you get one? You Does know? he have a, is he carrying a bag of dicks with him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's one. You're getting the rest of the bag soon. Uh, Russian hockey team drops their cheerleaders after wives got jealous. So the wives were not having, of course, it's Russia. It's a little different. But uh, the Russian wives were not having the cheerleaders. So they got rid of them. Bye-bye. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm Most- surprised that. Teams have like professional teams have cheerleaders anymore. Yeah. Like I just, they really don't. They don't really add anything. Doing? They don't really and add no anything. No one really watches them. Like it's no. just. No, they I'm do, sure but they. Them. I mean, they. You know, they yell. You know, inappropriate shit at them. Uh, so right. It's like it's just for the booze. Bags. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's. It, they don't really serve a purpose. But you know what? Yeah. You know what I do notice is that most most of the the wives and girlfriends of professional athletes they do pretty well. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. My point was like I don't know why you need to be jealous of yeah, you know some little cheerleader like yeah I don't know Maybe you're uh, you're already a game. you're already an attractive man and right. woman so like you don't need to be jealous of somebody making no. fifty bucks you're a getting game getting quite a quite a settlement if it is right if it is an issue yeah there you go so you're in a good spot yeah I agree hey remember the the man who married his sex doll he's he's now in love with an ashtray it's not an ashtray you asshole. <laughs> 
You know, it isn't Jackie Gleason. <laughs> it's not. It's not an ashtray. So he's 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 in, he's in love with the ashtray. That is yeah. Uh, yeah. unbelievable. He's just moving on from object to object. What's he the next is, thing? You know what? None of them talk back. <laughs> so there you go. Right. What's what's the what's the next what's the next thing that he's going to be I don't in love? Is a sex doll an ashtray? It could go a hundred different ways. I mean, it's not even a progression. It doesn't even fit. What's the next thing? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Tumblr, maybe. It's not or... an ashtray, you asshole. <laughs> That's the no, that's not that's right. What's what say? What's the that's the next one? What's yeah, the what? Let's, let's see. He's probably gonna go with a maybe like a backpack. It's not an ashtray, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm done. I'm oh, done. that's great. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> the toy was the toy was a great movie, and we've had Scott Schwartz on, on we, the podcast. Yes, it was a great movie, and it and it didn't wasn't well received in the survey that you saw, right? Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes like uh, absolutely destroyed it. Got like like seven percent or four percent or something. Like the movie has Richard Pryor and Jackie Gleason in it, and yeah, it's a right comedy, and it's funny, yeah. and it has this yeah. line right here. It's not an ashtray, you asshole. <laughs> so right, it's yeah. a good movie as far as I'm concerned. It is. It's it's a very good movie with two legends. So I don't know how that that works at all. So NASA is recruiting for year-long simulated Mars mission. You go to Mars, you can uh, apply. It's a simulated mission. You don't even have to go to Mars. You just go yeah, and like yeah, uh, you're simulating. Yeah, it's like one of those put some glasses on and yeah, maybe you put there. the VR glasses on. You can see who else is at the fucking conference table with you. Yeah, Zuckerberg, yeah. douche. Mars. Yeah, in Mars though. Mars. Yeah, you're in yeah. Mars. When are you like when? Pass a fresca across the conference table. What do you need to simulate? What do you need to have for credentials? Like, what are they looking for at a person? That's a valid point. Like, do they want people who could potentially be astronauts? Are they just looking for, you know, a random shitbag who's going to like, you know, once this planet goes to shit, which it will someday, move to Mars. They're just looking for random people who will be like, yeah, I'm up. Let's let's move to Mars. Imagine that, like a thousand years from now, they're doing... They're doing Earth history in Mars. Like, wow, these yeah. Assholes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember them? Remember them? Remember Maddie and Smitty? They had that podcast that was second, second yeah. ranked to Joe Rogan. That's right. Uh, so here's why you should never sleep naked, okay? I guess the average person farts 15 to 25 times a day. And when you, you fart in bed, I guess, subconsciously, mm-hmm. and there is a little, 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 little bit of fecal matter that's involved in the fart. Not necessarily has to be a shart either. It's just a random fart. It's just a just a hair of, of fecal matter. So if you're sleeping naked, getting it on the uh, sheets. It's not an ashtray, you <laughs> No, no. You more than an ashtray. You can't uh, shit in bed, basically, is no, what the no. person's saying. So I, I don't think that, I mean, I, you know, I, I've been scantily clad in bed and I, I don't see any issues with, with my sheets or my shorts or whatever, <laughs> you know, that's the issue with it. That Maybe that should be the name of our next podcast. Sheets and shorts. Sheets and shorts. <laughs> the sheets and shorts podcast. Let's do that. <laughs> we would be drunk and unable to say the name of our own show. Yes. We'd have to be drunk. <laughs> that. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So this was brought up on the Greg Hill show on WEI. Do you agree with Jermaine Wiggins? Wiggy says that the Patriots are the most recognizable sports franchise in the world. I do not agree with him at all. That's a a zero. That's a no. It has to be a soccer team. Like 100% it's a soccer team. 100%. You can name about six of them. Yeah. Could be, but it's it's a soccer team without a question. Now, United States, then I'd say that it's more likely now. Obviously, the Yankees 
and so forth, Lakers. But the Patriots are up there now, and you can make a, an argument that the Patriots are up there, but not in the world. There's not no in the doubt. world at all. In the United States, like you said, it's probably it's probably Dallas Cowboys, Yankees, Lakers, like you said. And then, you know, Patriots might sneak in. Red Sox might sneak in. But yeah, probably those handful of teams. But it definitely, definitely not in the world. No chance. Yeah, so I don't think I don't think that's true at all. But I think there's an argument that the Patriots have come a long way in the last 20 years to be up there as far as the professional sports teams in America, for sure. And that'll do it for the news, sponsored by Lops Brewing. Right now, we have a returning guest. It's our buddy Rich Keefe from WEI. Our guest again is Rich Keefe. He's back again, returning uh, to the podcast, and we appreciate it. Rich, good to talk to you again. Hey, good to be back. Thanks for having me. No problem. So big week, and of course the big news is Cam Newton, released by the Patriots. And, and last week we had Chad Finn from the Boston Globe on, and I asked Chad if he thought that maybe, just maybe, Bill Belichick was irritated enough to go with Mac Jones over Cam Newton due to the COVID protocol issues. and you know, then Cam Newton plays first quarter, looks like he's the starter, and then gets released. So I wonder if that had any bearing on him being released and Mac being the starter. I think it's definitely on the list. I, I think most of these guys that were kind of borderline making the team across the league, I think the vaccine status had to be a factor, let alone a guy who actually missed time because of a, quote, misunderstanding. You're in the middle of a position battle. You missed three practices, including a joint practice, where by all accounts, that is where Mac Jones really shined. That's the one that Tom Curran keeps pointing back to. He got all the first team reps and he dominated. So I think that was a factor. I also think they felt Mac Jones was just a better player. And Cam Newton doesn't really come across as the best backup. I think he is always been a starter his entire career and maybe he didn't want to be a backup or maybe the Patriots just said, you know what, this could be problems. You know, if Mac Jones struggles a little bit, yeah, you got Cam Newton in the locker room. That's going to kind of make things tough. Whereas if you're going with Mac, it made the most sense to me to just say goodbye to Cam. So were you surprised by the cut? Because it yeah. shocked the hell out of me. Like I, <laughs> I fully expected Cam to be the, the starter week one and then to kind of ease Mac into the job. The fact that the fact that they cut him, I was just I couldn't believe it. I I was shocked. So did it catch you by surprise like the like the rest of the the area? A hundred percent. I was surprised. Now, if you told me that Mac Jones was the starter, then then I'm not surprised. Right. But at that point, we I assumed Cam was the starter. I thought it was the wrong decision, but I thought that that was going to be the decision who starts all three preseason games and then doesn't make the team <laughs> like that's never had no. that position. Right? Yeah. That's maybe, Belichick, maybe right? An example of some random safety or something, but for a quarterback to do that, it's just, it's mind boggling. And even I was wondering that first practice that he was back after, you know, missing five days, I was like, is he going to get the first team snaps right away? And he did. And I was like, all right, apparently Belichick doesn't care. Oh, was I wrong? Because he very much cared about a week later. You know, I, I think that Cam, you know, and I like Cam, and he says the right things, and he tried real hard, and, and all those things. And, he, and the teammates love him. But I always had this in the back of my head that he's kind of full of crap every once in a while. You know, he's that guy that sort of has big personality, says all the right things, you think he's a great guy. He's that dude you hang out with, like, boy, what a great time, but would you really depend on him? And this sort of, I don't know, justify what I was, why I've been thinking. 
is that, you know, again, he just kind of wasn't 100% reliable. And I think that either Bill just got fed up and said, that's it. And Mac's doing pretty well. So let's just expedite it. Or it was the master plan of keeping all the pressure off Mac. And then at the last second, boom. And uh, I'm not sure which one it is or maybe both. Well, I think part of it was he wasn't entirely sure what he was going to get out of Mac Jones. You know, like the minute you draft him, maybe you hope he's your starter week one, but I don't think you're going in anticipating that. And that's why on draft night, he said, Cam's our starter. Then he was asked about it when camp started. He's like, Cam's our starter. And then at the end of the preseason, they're like, is, so is Cam your starter? And he's like, ah, we haven't made any decisions. I was like, hmm. <laughs> turns out he did make a decision. He just didn't want to tell us. And it was because you had changed your mind. And I think Mac proved that he is reliable. Cam kind of let you down, didn't show much improvement. And then just such a massive X factor about, you know, if your quarterback is unvaccinated and just when is he going to miss games again? Like, when is he going to be available? And you're always kind of like holding your breath. You don't want to have to deal with that. And oh, by the way, he's not not good anymore. Like he used to be a good quarterback and that's the bottom. And I'm with you. Like I always, I always stop myself and I'm and, and on the air and I'm like, Cam's a great guy. He seems like a great teammate. He seems like a good person. I'm like, I don't need to do that. Like we're talking right, about right, the player. Right. He's not a right, good right. player anymore. And so right. they did the right thing to, to move on from him. But the way they gave him all the reps during camp, that's why it was such a massive surprise. At least it should have been. I think anybody being honest would tell you that it was a massive surprise. You know, I think the people who think that Cam was screwed over by the Patriots or what have you, just aren't understanding the big picture that last year they were in a bind. So they take the best available big name quarterback on the cheap that they can. And then they try to manipulate it the best they can to get squeeze seven wins out of them. And then they bring them in this year with a, a, a you know, 15th overall pick. And they think, okay, another, he's another stopgap. It's another season. We can do it again. And if Mac's not ready, then we'll have Kim in there for a few games until he is. You know, look, they they extended his career as far as I'm concerned. You know, he who else wanted him? Well, so I think that's yeah. you know, that's that's really the, the issue. You're 100 percent right. Nobody nobody wanted him like that's right. he was available a year ago. And after three games, it looked like maybe a few teams made a mistake by not bringing him in. But then the rest of the season unfolded. And oh, by the way, he was a free agent this offseason, too. And he signed back with the Patriots really quickly and for uh, really cheap. So he and his agent also knew that no other team was going to sign him to big money or no other team was going to bring him in as a starter. And he probably said, you know what? My best chance to start is back here with the Patriots because what if they don't get a quarterback in the draft? Like they, like the last two years, like what if, what if they don't, what if, what if a team leapfrogged the Pats and grabbed Mac Jones at 13 or 14? Cam Newton's your starter week one. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's what I think. And so he signed so early thinking that this is probably my best chance. And well, the, the rookie beat him out. Dependability thing is, is a big key because Belichick's always said one of his main factors in picking players or, or relying on guys is the dependability. If they, if they can't be on the field, then they're really of no use to you. So I think that was a, that was a big factor in the decision for sure. Definitely. I mean, he even got to the point where, you could tell he was getting annoyed with Rob Gronkowski, who's like the greatest tight end of all time. And, but he wasn't always super reliable. And I think that's why he had to play for incentives his last couple of years and all this other stuff. Whereas at least you knew when he was on the field, you were getting the very best ever. Whereas Cam, you're not even sure if he's available. And then when he is, he's a below average quarterback. So it's like, what are we doing? You know, I, you know, and here's another guy who isn't available and that's Stefan Gilmore. And he goes to the pup list 
and is out the first six games. I'm not sure what the end result is here. And it seems as though you got a guy on pup making seven million a year. And you know, is it the fact that he really is someone injured and really can't go a hundred percent? And of course he wouldn't want to wanting, wanting bigger money. So I don't, I'm not sure quite, you know, what, what happens at the end of the six game period, or if it's 10 game holdout, whatever it is, I'm not sure what happens. Is he on the roster or do they make a move with him? This is the biggest mystery of camp. And I think we spent a lot of time talking cam and Mac as anybody would, but all the while you're like, all right, here's Stefan Gilmore. And it was a weird year last year because at the beginning of the year, I didn't think he was great. Then he got really good again. And then he got hurt. And then he knew that he wanted more money. He was in the last year of his deal or going into the last year of his deal. And then when they ended up putting him on pup, I'm like, all right, that just sort of avoids the ugly holdout situation. And Bill doesn't have to talk about it's a holdout. Gilmore doesn't do anything. He's also not getting fined. He's not getting, you know, he gets to be on the pup list. And like, I guess he was on the field a couple of times, but like not, don't do much, get your money while the two sides negotiate. I still thought it was a holdout with a mask on it of the pup list. But now this is kind of a little bit different. Now he's on it for six games. And so my only thought is maybe it's, hey, you're going to get the money that we're paying you, but you're only getting half a season. So rather than getting like a million dollars a game, like say he wanted 15, 16 million, like now you're going to play 10 games and make 7 million. And that's how we're going to deal with it. Or the other part of this is if Jalen Mills and Juwan Williams and Sean Wade play really, really well with the first six games, Maybe they trade him. Maybe they say he's healthy and then they trade him and just like it's somebody else's problem. But I think he's the the piece that kind of puts this whole defense together and makes them a legitimate top five defense. So I hope they figure out a way for him to be on the field week seven. But I have no idea if that's going to be the case or not. I think it's going to be the first scenario that you said where he comes into the second half of the season, plays for the 7 million, gets his year of service time and then is gone because he told Josina Anderson uh, before the, you know, before training camp, she said, you know, are you ready to come back from the injury? And he said, if I have to be, so he, he can play, he was ready to go. He was holding out. Like you said, he wanted to be paid like the top tier cornerbacks. And there's a big difference between 7 million and, you know, oh, the Patriots will throw a few million bucks at him and everything will be solved. No, he wants like double that or more than double that. So that's a that's a large gap that they have to kind of bridge. So I think the Patriots are kind of holding firm and saying, you know, we'll give you your money. You come in, play the second half of the year and then and then you're gone or they trade them if uh, if the guys are playing well in the secondary. Yeah, you know, and I think that, boy, Gilmore and J.C. Jackson is quite a pair. And and if they can just have that, for the even if it's for the second half of the season or the last seven games, whatever it is, last seven games, I think that that's really, you know, it's really appetizing. It's something that I think would really, like you said, Rich, make this like a top five defense. And, and by then, of course, Belichick teams always improve as the year goes on. So by then, man, this defense could be really, really good. Uh, my, my, con- and, and it'll, look, the, they have a schedule that has a lot of either inexperienced, new, or young quarterbacks. I mean, their schedule is really, you know, friendly to them when it comes to opposing quarterbacks. They have like Zach Wilson twice, mm-hmm. and Tua twice, who I'm still not sold on. Then they have, I think they have, uh, you know, Justin Herbert. Um, and they have, you know, Lawrence, Lawrence. you know, they have, they have a a lot of young, not a lot of great, great quarterbacks, at least at this point in their careers. So it really favors them. And maybe, and I think Bill looks at the schedule ahead of time every single year. That's how he shapes his roster a lot. And I think he looks at this roster and says, okay, defensively, 
you know, looks at the schedule rather defensively. I think we can get away with this roster at least for the first part of the season. I just think it's such a shame that he's not going to play against Brady. Like that part kills me, you know, because it is a pretty easy first half of the schedule with the exception of the Tampa Bay Bucks, and not having him in there. I feel like that's going to kill him. Like I think like Jalen Mills and whoever else, you know, Jonathan Jones, they can't compete with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown. Like that is JC Jackson can do all he wants, but there's still three other guys out there that you have to cover. So that's the part that kills me, but yeah, you should beat the jets and the Texans and even the saints like without, without Gilmore, like those, those should be wins. I hope they figure it out at least for this year. I'm in favor of giving him a bump for this year. I don't want to go make him the highest pay. I don't want to give him a three-year deal. Like I think this might be his last really good year. I think corners are like running backs and they get to a certain age and it's like, all right, you were great one year and then you just fell off a cliff. So I, I'm all in for this year and then that's about it. You don't think Joan Williams is going to be a shutdown corner against the Bucks? <laughs> Come on, Rich. He's <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the first thing on the scout. That's uh, mm-hmm. all right. So let's talk to Red Sox. You know, they they. I'll tell you, if a team that has not only collapsed some, but also had some really hard luck and bad breaks and. I mean, everything sort of has snowballed and come together at the wrong time. And now the COVID situation is just overwhelming the team. You know, if, uh, some guy named Jack Lopez played second base. Right. I don't even that was know. great. So it's just, I, so right now, but I'll tell you this though, I'm, I've been irritated for a while by the defense and man, it has nothing to do with COVID because it's been happening for a while. But defensively, this is such a bad team. And at some point we say, you know what? How much of this is on Alex Cora? Uh, yeah, because I think Cora was getting a lot of credit earlier in the year, like when the team was doing really well. And you're like, oh, look at all these guys. They're playing a lot better than they did a year ago or the new guys are doing well. And Cora got a lot of credit for that. But there are certain like defensive fundamentals that I don't know if that is a manager thing. Like these guys are all pros. Like this, If it was your high school team, you might be like, all right, what are you doing? But I put it more on, on the player. Like Bobby Dahlbeck. I don't like he sucks at first base. Like he can't play first base defensively. And then their outfielders. It's funny. You go two years ago, you had three guys that were probably all center fielders playing in the three spots. Now you have three guys that are all like, you wish you could hide them like in left field or something, but they're all having to be out there at the same time. Devers is never going to be a good third baseman. It's just, I think it's more on those guys and I don't know if they'll ever be good. And I think when Heim Bloom makes his roster decisions in the off season, they're going to need to clean that up. They're going to need to grab a guy, maybe like, you know, bring back like a Kevin Pillar or, or whatever this version of Doug Mankiewicz is like, find a guy to like clean it up a little bit because it, the, the personnel isn't good enough defensively. Definitely not. It isn't. Definitely it isn't. Not. And I think that, you know, also <laughs> they need an upgraded catcher. Number yeah. one, I mean, Christian, Christian Vasquez has just regressed. I know he, he homered tonight and he looked a little better tonight, but man, if, and, and the other thing about him is, I hate the way he receives pitches. He'll he'll there'll be borderline pitches that he just sort of nonchalantly catches and he doesn't frame very well. I'm not sure who's calling the game, but the pitch selection sometimes just seems off to me. He's been sort of lazy and nonchalant. I don't know if it's if it's injury or what it or if he just thought he was better than he was when he had a decent year a couple of years ago. I don't know what it is. But they need to upgrade the catcher position. And I'm really concerned now because I like him. I'm really concerned that they may move on from Xander Bogarts. And the reason being is that it'll be Rafi Devis and him, you know, seeking major big time contracts. 
And Bogarts is okay defensively. He's not great. I think he'll get worse before he gets better there. And he's not really a huge run producer type shortstop. I mean, he, he'll hit 20 home runs, maybe drive in 80, you know, but he's not a, you know, he's not a 35, 110. So they may move on from him. I hope they don't. I mean, I, I love Bogarts and I think he, Again, it was another one of these guys. First half of the season was trending towards being an MVP, and then he had a terrible month, and he just like the numbers have come crashing down a little bit. But I still think he has a number of years left in him. I also think like his build, I think he'll be better longer than like Mookie Betts will be. And not that I, not that I'm happy that Betts has gone by any stretch, but just I think I think Bogarts will be good longer. I also wonder if so to sort of keep those two guys, but to break up the left side. Could could Devers learn first base in an offseason? Or does Devers just end up being a DH, you know, once JD Martinez moves on? And then that way you have both their bats still in the lineup. Maybe you improve one spot over there defensively. But I don't know. I think those guys both still have so many good years left. And if you're not going to re-sign Mookie Betts and you, you gave up on Andrew Benintendi, not the worst decision, but some of those young guys that were supposed to be developing, you can't get rid of all of them. Like you need to, if you're going to sink money into Bogart's endeavors, I have no problem with that because I don't know what other free agents going to be available from some other team and hit free agency and then say, yep, I'm going to go to the Red Sox right now. You know, and, and I think that I think that Devers as a DH, then that sort of changes because then I mean he'll he'll seek big bucks and you'll be spending yeah. a lot of money on a DH. So that's the other factor, right? Right. Is that Jesus? You know, are you spending twenty some odd plus million a year for however many years or for a DH? You know, and I know he's great. You know, run producer, obviously best on the team and a wicked hitter. But man, like if he's just a one dimensional DH. That changes his salary. It does, but it it might it might actually save them some runs to get his glove out of the fucking field. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. It's just it's it's really. Difficult. But I I actually like Rich's idea of maybe shifting him over to first, and then mm-hmm. I mean possibly you could maybe you slide Bogarts to third. I mean he he came up kind of and and played some third early on in his career, so you know maybe he moves to third, and then you can get you know one of those big free agents shortstops, whether it's, you know, Story or Correa or somebody to add another bat and, and tell JD to, you know, piss off or whatever and, and uh, hope he opts I mean, out. It's, it's it's definitely not crazy. And and if they think that he's regressed at short, I mean, you can just convince them like, hey, A-Rod and Cal Ripken both played third at the end of their career. So you're a bit, and that's the same size he is. So you're right. like, all right, he's going to move you to third for a little bit. You get a great shortstop or a great defensive guy. And I know Tristan Cassius is probably going to be your first baseman soon, but if not, maybe Devers is there or you, you, you just, you figure something out, but you're right. He probably won't want to move to DH because no. of the contract status. And because, Hey, I'm playing, I'm booting, you know, 20 balls a year over here at third, but I'm a position player. So you gotta yeah. pay me more. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I know where I'm leaning, but I mean, do, does the team make the playoffs? Do they make that wild card? And, and, and for God's sakes, even if they make that wild, I, I can't watch them lose 12, nothing to the Yankees. I know. Da, 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 and all that stuff. I can't, I can't do it. Like I can't, but and I see the, you know, the big crowd. They haven't, they haven't had any crowds at the Yankee stadium. They'll all show up for the wild card game. Right. They'll blast the Red Sox and I can't handle it. But you think, you think they'll make it? So I, I gave up on them a few weeks ago when they got swept by the Yankees. I'm like, all right, they're, they're done. But then the schedule got easier. They were able to grab some wins, and you're like, all right. Like, they're back in it. They're holding off Oakland, whose schedule is tougher. So the only hope they have is win the six more games against Baltimore, you know, beat the Indians, beat some of these bad teams. I'll still say no, though. I still say I think Oakland catches them. 
we know they're not going to catch the Yankees, the Red Sox. So it's really just them in Oakland. And I'll say, despite the the tough schedule for the A's, I think they'll figure it out. The Red Sox still, they're going to be without Bogarts for a while. And let's say they had another guy test positive today. They're probably going to lose a few more guys in the next week or so. And even if you just win every Chris Sale start the rest of the way, that's not enough. <laughs> You're going to need to win a few more. So I, I'm going to say no. Yeah, yeah. I'm, w- I'm with you. I'm a no. I, I've been a no now for a little bit. And early in the early in the season, uh, before the season started, I was actually optimistic. I said, you know, I thought they'd sneak into the wild card. I thought the pitching would hold up. It hasn't. They've been just dreadful in the bullpen. Like they had that stretch where every single guy they put in the game was absolute gasoline. And it was just yeah. one, you know, bomb after another or walking people or hitting guys. And then, yeah. you know, then when somebody does make a pitch, then, you know, Bobby Dahlbeck's kicking it into, you know, right field or, you know, it's just been just terrible, terrible baseball, like the last, you know, whatever month and change. So, well, Eck was, Eck was all over them last night. It was last night when he said, this is, this is as bad as it gets. And then, you know, five minutes later, I think it's even worse now. (laughs) It was just like, and he really was on them. And I was sort of surprised because they're obviously cautious and rightfully so. I mean, they, they announced for the team. I get that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nesson will fire their ass. I mean, you be a little critical, and they'll just they'll just get rid of them. I know. He really was. He was critical. And then Robles is just like gasoline on the – and you know what? And the thing that drives me nuts, and here's another thing about pitch selection, he should just be throwing 98. Yeah. See if someone can hit it. Works. But he throw a ball and all this other crap, and I don't even know what he's throwing. And it's way – not even competitive pitches. No. Yeah. Just throw your 98-mile-hour fastball. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. And you're right. That, that it was the bottom of the third inning uh, where they just, the wheels fell off. You had the outfielder, infielder running into each other. You had Bobby Dahlbeck can't take a, you know, a cutoff throw. It goes to like another dugout. It was like, these guys, what? A, right. And Eck was, Eck was great during that. It was, it was a mess. Right. Well, that that was the that was the, the sequence where I texted Smitty and I said, "Where is Munoz going?" And he said, "Home." <laughs> like you know, like maybe, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If that was me. I would be. I would have just throw. I would have been like Tanner from uh, from uh, the Bad News Bears and just throwing my glove down on the ground and stormed off. <laughs> um, so what happens with Eddie Rodriguez? This is going to be an interesting one. I mean, he won 19 games a couple of years ago, whatever it was, and. Uh, he had COVID and it was a real, you know, struggle to get him back. He's never been an athlete. You know, he's never been a guy who has been in great shape and he's always been teetering on, even when he bends down to get a comebacker, it's like watching an 80 year old. It's incredible, Mm -hmm. but I don't know what they do with him, and they may get lucky and sort of get him on a lower, you know, lower contract because he hasn't been great and maybe other teams will shy away. And I'm not sure if they bring him back. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of ready to move on. And I know he had the one great year, but it seems so long ago. And it was also one and like really in his whole career. Like usually we started the, talking about Cam Newton not being reliable. Rodriguez's whole career was always hurt. It was always something. And then he was finally healthy for a year and he was great. And we don't see him last year. And then this year, contract year. So a lot of pressure. Some players do really well on a contract year. Some don't. And he's been terrible, but he's still a, a big lefty who's not 30 yet. So I think he'll have two decisions. He'll have a one-year offer. He'll have a lot of one-year offers. If he wants to do it all over again and try to prove that he's really good, he could do that. Or he might get a three- or four-year deal, five-year deal even, but much less than he was anticipating. And he's like, all right, do I want to take that guarantee of like $15, 16000000 a year, or do I want to take a one-year shot at it and 
try to go for that massive deal the very next year. Cause some dumb team will do it. You know, there'll be some national league team that they'll convince themselves that this guy's worth spending big bucks on. So I personally hope the Red Sox don't, I mean, if it's, if it's one year for not a lot of money, fine. Like they, they need a rotation, but I don't want them to rely on him as like a top three starter on their team. Uh, true. Well, Rich, we, we really appreciate having you and no problem. Uh, really, we hope to do it again real soon. Sounds good, guys. Thanks. Thanks again to Rich Key from WEI. He joins us again on the podcast. Always good to talk to Rich. And I think that Rich Key is the best on-air personality that EI has right now. I would agree with you. I was sad to see him leave the Sports Hub, actually, because I, I listened to the Sports Hub pretty religiously, and yeah. uh, I really liked him on, on there. And, you know, you can't, you can't uh, fault the guy for moving on to get his own show, certainly. Mm. But I wish they had held on to him. He does have good takes, and I think that he doesn't have seem to be a big ego type of guy. And a, you know, I I just enjoy listening to him. We don't get Sports Hub up here in Maine. Uh, I mean, I could listen to him on the app, but I do like to listen to Keith if I'm around midday. Mm-hmm. I don't really you know care for Andy Gresh, but I sort of muscle through him to to hear what Rich has to say because I like Rich Keith. Yeah, and uh, I think they should move him honestly to like three to six and and get another guy or two to to compete with Felgrim Maz, or they could get somebody else to go with him in the afternoon, and they could potentially beat out Bertrand and and Zolak if they if they really get after it and spend some time on it. But I do like Keith, and he he's willing to come on, and uh, he's good to us, and and we have good conversations with him. So it was nice to have him on again, and we'll have him on again down the road. Maybe not yeah. after he heard, heard me say that right. I listen to the other station religiously. Right. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we do, and so does everybody else. I mean, it, the, yeah. the ratings don't lie. But, uh, you know, I think that, you know, again, my thought on EEI is go with younger guys, go with some of the grinders, and just, you know, do a completely different philosophy. Stop with the retreads and the same guys over and over. It's not working. I agree with if that. They really wanted to work it. Get some new new blood in there, and Rich Keefe was one of those new blood that yeah. kept that momentum. Yeah, I think that if they had gone, they should go with Keith and, like you said, some of those younger guys, like you know the Connor Ryan's or the Evan Marinoskis or the or the Ryan Spagnolis or you know right. somebody like that of that ilk that is a young yeah. up and comer that right. um, would put in the effort, put in the time, uh, I and agree. I think they could they could grow with the show, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they absolutely could. So uh, we'll have Keith on again down the road, and that'll do it for episode thirty-four, season two, and uh, we will be back again next week as the Patriots open up on September the 12th. So we'll see how that goes. And we have tickets uh, to four of the games, including the Tom Brady game. That is correct. The Buccaneers. Looking forward so to it. So we're looking forward to going back to Gillette. Hopefully, uh, probably wearing masks by that time. But that's okay, as long as we can go. And uh, because Fenway's going indoor masks now, so probably inevitable. Oh, we have Black Crows coming up. On the I was I was just going to say that. Maybe oh. maybe next next Sunday the music uh, might have to be Black Crows themes. I, I, next I Sunday. Agree. Let's do that. Let's pull a couple of classic Black Crows mm-hmm. uh, tracks for that one. All right. So thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see everybody next week. Thanks a lot. Bye. Baby, so they give you